Welcome to the Life Leadership Podcast with myself, Leela Singh. All things coaching, career, and personal branding. This podcast is for ambitious career professionals like you, wanting to create a life of choice and freedom, to be, do, and have more through overcoming limitations, to develop new perspectives and insights, and to redefine your success, be that in work, health, relationships, and so much more. Hi there, good morning, good afternoon, wherever you are joining from in the world today, and welcome to Live with Leela. My name is Leela Singh, and I'm a leadership and career coach, also supporting people with personal branding. And my mission is to impact 100,000 people's career trajectory beyond what they thought possible. Why? Because I am passionate about helping you to realize what you are truly capable of, what is possible for you when it comes to your career and your life. And how do I do that? Through harnessing your leadership potential. I coach high achieving, ambitious and driven mid to senior level professionals working in the tech industry for promotion, for peak performance and a standout personal brand, all whilst enabling you to show up as the best version of yourself, what I call life leadership. And throughout this live today, please ask any questions you have around today's topic, which is job searching, taking a proactive approach in 2024. Why am I talking about that? Because it is becoming more and more evident that the working landscape is more competitive than ever. So the question then becomes, what can you do to be proactive rather than reactive when it comes to your job search? If you're in the job market right now or you're planning Uh, job search at some point during this year, then I want to share with you five simple steps that enable you to have a more proactive approach. In other words, to take control of your job search and get a better outcome. Why am I talking about this? Because most people, when I speak to them, will often take a reactive approach. And what I mean by reactive is this. They'll decide that they're out in the job market, maybe be made redundant, possibly just want something new, you want to step into another organization and so forth. So what do you do? You update your CV. You may even possibly, but not always, update your LinkedIn profile. And occasionally, then you'll begin to submit applications to jobs that are advertised, whether it's on LinkedIn or other uh, job platforms. And you'll wait. And you'll maybe in some cases have a real scattergun approach where you just submit your applications to as many jobs as possible that have some vague um, resonance with you and your experience. So a, a scattergun approach as that is known, or you try and fit yourself into a role that is out there in the hope that you'll get called for an interview. In other words, you're taking a, a fairly big compromise to do something just to get a job rather than taking control of it and looking to understand what it is you want to do and then getting out there and influencing your situation and your opportunities to create what it is you actually want to do. And yes, it is possible. So that is what I call a reactive approach. And by the way, oftentimes when you update your CV and then you go on to update your LinkedIn profile, 
you update that as if it's your CV and no, it isn't. In fact, if you've not heard me say this before, your LinkedIn profile is not your CV. It is your marketing and sales page. It is your shop windows where you get to present yourself in a way that will draw people towards you and have them wanting to hire you or have conversations with you about potential opportunities. So in other words, when you're writing and updating your LinkedIn profile, you want to think slightly differently to, as opposed to when you're updating your CV. And if you're thinking, I have no clue what to do when you, when, I, when you hear me say that, then do check out, I think about two or three weeks ago on my live, also on my podcast, I delivered a session about some of the things that you can consider when putting together or updating your LinkedIn profile so it does become more of your marketing and sales page. You're selling yourself so that people hiring managers, recruitment agencies want to talk to you. They want to get you on their books. They want to have conversations about potential opportunities. So that's in a different episode. If that's something you're struggling with, then do head over and check that out after today's live. So today, what I'd like to introduce to you are five really simple steps that you can follow that actually shift your job search approach from a more reactive to a proactive one. In other words, you're getting to take control. So as I said, five steps, I'm gonna share with you one at a time. So the first step is to create some certainty in yourself. What do I mean by that? It's about getting that confidence, that self-belief, that assurance, that certainty about who you are, what you stand for, and what value you bring to the table. Why? Because then when you're in conversation with people, whether that is a recruitment agent, whether it's a hiring manager, whether it is a former colleague or current colleague or somebody who could potentially influence your next opportunity, you are able to easily articulate who you are and the value that you bring to the table. You might be thinking, well, how do I do that? Where do I even begin? So carve out some time, create some space and simply reflect on your entire working career. So think about your experience, start to document all of this, your and, and obviously relate it as well to the kind of roles that you're looking to go into next. So think about your breadth and your wealth of experience, whether that's the actual tasks you've been doing, the type of industries you work in, the experience of particular parts of a business. So all of that is relevant. Think about your abilities and your skill set. What is it you bring to the table? What value are you bringing? Consider your strengths. And for those of you who follow me regularly, you will have heard me talk about before about strengths not being performance based. In other words, not just being what you're good at, but what um, energizes you, what lights you up. In other words, what are the things that excite you that you would love to be doing in your day to day in your next role? Those are your strengths. And in other words, what you want to do is understand what are the things you really want to be spending time doing and the things that drain you other things that you might still be good at them, but you have no interest in them. And in some cases, it may be that that's an inevitable part of a role. For example, people submitting expenses. It's a tedious task to do, but depending on the kind of role you have, it's an inevitable part of that. And you've got to do it unless you happen to have an assistant who can do it for you. So it's accepting that there are elements of any role that you may not enjoy, but you're going to have to do. But actually, how can I create a role for myself where I'm doing most of what I want to do and what lights me up and energizes me and that I really enjoy. Also, when you're thinking about creating that certainty in yourself, 
what else is there? Well, your achievements. And this is your achievements throughout your life, not just in your job, because just by spending some time really slowing down and recognizing what you have accomplished throughout your life, whether that's in your, you know, when you were younger, at school, through your education, qualifications, and through your working life, by taking time to actually list it all down can really reinforce by going through that process how good you are, how much value you have to bring to the world and what you are capable of. So I really invite you to spend some time doing that. What else can you look at? Think about projects, maybe big projects that you've worked on, perhaps um, the feedback that you've had or clients, if you're client facing, whether it's internal or external clients, how do you get on with them? What kind of feedback and um, recognition have you had over the years from for work that you've done, projects that you've carried out, clients that you've helped and so forth? Think about all of those things. Consider the feedback you've received, whether that's from direct managers, from colleagues, from other teams that you engage with or again, clients. What is that feedback? Have you got emails? Bringing all of this together and documenting it in some way that works for you, whether it's writing it down, creating a, a, an online document, whatever works for you, but it's really helps you by going through this process to reinforce like your confidence, the certainty you have in yourself and being able to more articulately talk to people about you, what you can bring to the company, to the role and having people buying into you even more. So really do take the time and, and put all of this information, bring it all together. And, you know, it's easy to say, oh, yeah, but I know it's all in my head. But actually putting this little bit of prep in will put you one step forward or ahead of the people who do not. So also some things to consider are recommendations, whether they're LinkedIn recommendations, whether they're recommendations for other roles that you've applied for in the past. Think about sponsors and mentors and advocates that you have that have got your back, that will sing your praises or maybe written something about you before that you can bring into the play here when you're looking at everything that makes you who you are and has organizations and hiring managers wanting you on their team. Okay, so that's your first step is creating that certainty in yourself by looking for all of that evidence and gathering it together to reinforce both to you and to others when you talk to them about how amazing you are. So number two is clarity. Today, when I talk about clarity, what I'm referring to is gaining clarity on what is important to you and why. So for example, I mentioned earlier, often people will take a scattergun approach and just hope that something lands and they get a job. If you want to be more strategic about it, if you want to really take control back of this situation so that you can be more confident of, um, having opportunities that really light you up that you want to to embrace and to get involved in and to go through the interview process then think about what is important to you and of course why so for example that could be the location where do you want to be located are you happy to go into the office a few days a week do you want to work remotely you know is it that you want to be in the office every day in, 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 that, in which case the location will be important to you? Is it that you want to work remotely all the time? So being clear on what you want will help you in um, avoiding time wasting and being more specific about what and who you're targeting. So 
first of all, location, think about the type of companies that you'd like to work for. So is it that maybe you've spent a great part of your career in larger organizations, maybe the global corporations, PLCs, and now you, you actually want to maybe take on a more hands-on role in an SME or perhaps a startup. So what is it for you? Get really clear. And it can be that you keep your options open. It could be that actually I'd like to work in a startup and experience that, but I'd also still consider staying within a PLC and that's okay. So just being clear with yourself about what it is that you want and why. Think about the industry that you want to work in. Maybe you want to move industries or work in the similar industry you've been in, but something that's slightly more diverse or opens up more opportunities for you. So what kind of industries do you want to work in? Think about the roles. And when I say that, I don't mean your job title. What I'm talking about there is the actual kind of roles, what the tasks and the responsibilities, kind of things that you want to get involved in day to day. Because I hear it so often said, people will talk about job titles and often it's status driven. It's about how it sounds and how it will impress other people. And they don't care about what's underneath it and what they actually have to do day to day, even if it bores the hell out of them, you know, when they're doing it. So think about, and again, it, there's no right or wrong here. It's about what is important to you. What are your values here in all of this decision-making? So think about how would you like to be spending the day, the kind of responsibilities you want, the tasks you want to get involved in, what level of influence and responsibility you want in the role and so forth. So think about that when I, I suggest you talk about the role that you want. The job title will come. OK, so it's going to the granular level here and really understanding that. And then, as I said, thinking about your typical day, your typical week, for example, um, do you want to be in a role which creates the opportunity for travel? Is that travel around the country, travel globally? What is it you want? What is it that is important for you? And of course, there's the career path. What is the potential career path in the organization? Is there development and support and investment in you? Is that important for you? So all of these things are what I'm, I, I refer to when I talk about gaining clarity on what is important to you and why. And of course, there is the compensation package as well. That comes without saying. So really spend some time getting clear on what the market is looking like, what, what is possible for you. Talk to people to understand that, but really be honest with yourself about what is important for you in this next move. So we've looked at certainty in yourself and bringing together all of your experience and the value that you have and then clarity on what it is you actually want and why. The third point is contacts. So I'd invite you to make a list of all of your contacts, people that you know. So think about people that you have worked with in the past. It could be people who have hired you, managers, um, peers and people in your team, people you've got on really well with, and maybe people that you've even stayed in touch with over the years who've become friends. Start to build out that list because when you, again, write it down, you'll start to realize how many people you do actually know. And there will be different levels of, or, or um, yeah, different levels of relationships. So some, as I said, will be friends, maybe still colleagues, but you still meet up from time to time. Maybe people you're working with currently. So think about all of the people in your wider network, people that you get on with, that you resonate with, that you can trust, who have, you know, that they've got your back, they will um, refer you, recommend you, are your supporters, your advocates, and create that list. So build that out, because often when, when put on the spot, sometimes people don't realise actually how many people they know and 
the fact that there are so many people that they can reach out to. And by the way, we need to get this right when it comes to the outreach piece. But remember that people do love to help and support. And I always say this, you never know where one conversation can lead. It can change your life. So really be open to this in terms of leveraging on your network. The fourth point is be curious. What do I mean by that? I mean, go out there and discover. In other words, be open to possibilities. Even if you have a pretty clear idea of what it is you want to be doing and why, be open to considering ideas that may become left field that might bring new opportunities that you hadn't considered before. And this is something I did throughout my career, which really opened up my eyes to what is possible and what I'm capable of. Even though at the very outset of my career, I had a very clear career path in my mind that I had defined for myself. It's not at all what I had anticipated, but I would say it was probably way better because I was open to new ideas and new opportunities. And this is what I invite you to consider. And if you're thinking, well, how do I do that? Talk to people. So go back to that list, point three of all your contacts. Go talk to people, create conversations with people. Seek to learn and to understand from others what they're doing, what their organizations are like, what kind of opportunities there are. It opens your eyes to what is out there, what is available. And it may be that there is something you've never even considered before where you can bring your strengths, your experience, your skill set and complement it into a role that you would love to be doing, but you hadn't realized was possible. So speak to other people, start conversations, ask people about what they do or how they've gotten to where they are, about their company, the kind of roles and opportunities there. Share now what you have consolidated about yourself that you can present to people. And again, that one conversation could lead to an introduction to somebody who is looking for somebody just like you. So number four, be curious, be open and create those opportunities. And finally, point five, point five is connect. So what I mean by connect is reach out and reconnect. So take that list that you've made, look at the people who are the most easiest to connect with first, start with those, and then work through that list, reconnecting with people. It might be people you've worked with years ago, you've not spoken to for a long time. Reach out and ask for a catch up, reconnect with them, be honest and say, look, I'm in the job market. I'm thinking about what's my next step. I've seen what you've achieved. I'd love to talk to you and hear how you've done it. Or, you know, I see that you're working for X company. It's one of the companies on my list or in the industry that I want to work in. Um, would love to just um, have a conversation, ask a few questions and learn a bit more to help me as I go through my job search. It's not about just, oh, can you help me get a job in your company? This is about building relationships. It's about being curious, doing your research, and again, having conversations that could take you anywhere. So even if it's just finding out, learning more about that person, and you know, you might have worked with them 10, 20 years ago, and you think, oh, how did they get to where they are? That's really amazing. I'd love to be able to do something similar. You know, have a conversation with them, find out about their experiences, the challenges they've overcome. It is just a conversation. And by the way, people love to talk about their experiences, their life story and journey, and what they've been through. So in, in a lot of cases, people will be open to just jumping on a call with you for 10, 15 minutes. If, you know, if you're working in the same area, maybe invite them to meet up for a coffee or a drink after work, whatever feels right, whatever works for you and have that connection, build those relationships. 
And it could be as simple as, you know, asking for 10, 15 minutes of their time to get on a quick call or a Teams meeting or Zoom and just have a chat with them, let them know where you're at, ask them about where, you know, where they're at in terms of their career, their plans, and just share because that way they've got you top of mind so that should they know somebody who is looking for somebody like you, then they can potentially make that referral or that introduction. And also, when you reach out to have those conversations, remember to look at how you can help and support them too. You'll be surprised how, even if they're in a more senior role to you, there's always something that they could benefit from learning about or hearing about from you, whether it's your experience, whether a type of industry, client, um, the role that you're in that could open their eyes to something or help them with a situation they're in. So always be open to giving as well as receiving. Okay, so to recap, what are the five things that you can do to take back control of your job search? Number one is creating that certainty in yourself. In other words, consolidating everything together of what you have to bring to the table. Number two is gaining clarity on what is important to you and why, and really getting to the granular level with that. Number three is contact, identifying your contacts, your friends, your colleagues, your acquaintances, and so forth over, you know, throughout your career, not just people you you might be working with right now. Number four is be curious, be curious to opening up and discovering new opportunities and possibilities. And number five is to then connect, connect, reach out, have conversations with people to open up doors, open up ideas for yourself to discover what's out there and really be able to start influencing where you are heading. All of this all of these things will propel you forward far quicker than simply updating your CV and submitting it online to jobs and hoping that something lands with the right person. Relationships are everything. I talk about this all of the time. So I really do hope this has been helpful for you. Let me know what value you've taken from this today. Any questions on what I've shared today, please put them in the comments. I will come back and answer them as soon as I can. And I wish you all the best with your job search this year. Remember, be proactive, take back control of your job search, and I wish you all the best. Thank you for listening. Please subscribe to this podcast if you haven't already done so. And if you enjoyed and gained value from today's episode, then do please leave a review telling us your key learnings and what you enjoyed the most. And do please share this podcast with your friends and colleagues so we can spread the word on life leadership, creating a life of choice, freedom and new possibilities. Connect with me directly on LinkedIn. And if you would like to learn more about how we can work together, either DM me on LinkedIn or email me. All details and resources can be found in the show notes.